0: The following episode was recorded before March 2024, and while the content shared is valuable and useful, it features Rob, who is no longer involved in the business. Hey, it's Rob and Kennedy. Hello today on the Email Marketing Show. We're going to have a bit of a banter, a bit of chat, about how to create a lead magnet email sequence that will get your subscribers to fall deeply, madly in love with you. Oh and if you want to jump on this banter and continue
1: this conversation after the episode make sure that you come and hang out in our free Facebook group it's called the email marketing show community creative and it's full of thousands of entrepreneurs just like us just like you small business owners doing their thing trying to make some more sales with email marketing and talking about how we're going to do it using the strategies from this podcast and various other things so all you have to do is go to Facebook and search for the email marketing show community it will come up you can join we'll get you improve, uh, approved and if improved
0: and um, will we'll hang out
1: in the email marketing show community I ballsed it up and then I saved it
0: yeah he did he, but he also gets bored of pick and mix too quickly I'm talking about comedy hypnotist Robert Temple
1: and he has Invisalign to straighten his wonky teeth it's psychological mind reader Kennedy, Kennedy I am um, I added an extra little insult in there. It doesn't say wonky in the script. I it doesn't. It doesn't. Just, it doesn't. I said wonky. The mangy state <laughs> of his gnashers.
0: <laughs> it used to be like Kennedy in his dancing teeth. I tell you. <laughs> <laughs> but I did. I had. Uh, I had invisible line, which is that like invisible plastic brace, like gum shields. Absolutely great. Um, I loved it. I mean, I wish we were getting sponsored by them as well. There's a bunch of people who've been recently going, ''Oh, they've got a great product!'' ''Some of these buggers should bloody pay, but really!'' But anyway, yeah, I did, um, because I was always quite self-conscious of my teeth and nose now, aren't you?
1: You, You're cooked.
0: You're finished. I'm finished. I'm fully cooked. I've been cooked for about a year now. How can you get bored of pick the The whole point of it is it's a variety of different sugary goodness. So if you're sick of the little cola balls, which actually I don't like, but if you're sick of them, you can have a little dolly mixture. Or you could have a, a, a little one of them long straw
1: things. So I'm basically very excited by the idea of pig and mix until I get a bag of it and then I have do you remember we had some in Boston and then I have like three or four and then I'm sort of like, well, I'm sort of done with that now. All the flavours have sort of mashed together in my throat. And what
0: you need to do, because you've got a massive chocolate addiction, is you need to get a pick and mix of just the chocolatey ones because you wouldn't get bored of that. That's true. I little I like the little white chocolate mice. Oh dear. I like the little pigs, which are like white and pink. Mm. Mmm yes anyway hello every week on this show we show you how to make more sales and earn more money from your email subscribers we'll talk about email marketing strategy psychology tactics and share what's working right now to make more sales online making you the email marketing hero of your business with a brand new episode every email marketing wednesday make sure you hit the subscribe button on your podcast player
1: Uh, I want to give a a big shout out to uh, Matthew, one of our league members, just looking through like the progress that league members are making and spotted this. uh, Matthew added 1200 new subscribers in like a really short period of time. Like it was within a a couple of weeks um, by running a little series of mini events, which is really cool and really getting to grips with this idea of having a sort of uh, fairly automated list building process into a fairly automated, very automated sales
0: process, which is very cool. So keep rocking it, Matthew. Love it. Well done, mate. Well done. I um, just love hearing their success stories. So we're going to talk about, let's have a little discussion, Rob, really, about lead magnets, email sequences. This has got to be one of those things that when people come into our world, whether we're doing a guest training or when it, wherever, we happen, wherever we happen to be. I can't get me lips around me lovely shiny teeth, to be honest. It's because they're all moved from that Invisalign. It's not as good as I thought it was, really. Anyway, <laughs> uh, I take all, the, all that endorsement back. Uh, not really, if you want to sponsor us. Anyway. One of the things people do ask a lot about is how do I fit in lead magnets? How do I fit in delivering my lead magnet with getting people into my sales sequence? Like, there's, there's a whole bunch of stuff that people ask us about when we're giving guest trainings, or whether in the league, or you know, wherever they happen to be. So, I guess uh, we could just sort of open up the floor and have a bit of a bit of a chat about it. Yeah. So, just for context, we're talking about if somebody's got like
1: a lead magnet funnel where somebody's going to opt in. And then they're going to be sent their lead magnet. And you know what? It's a funny thing, isn't it? Because the whole lead magnet thing is so weird and counterintuitive, and just the world you're looking for is
0: bollocks, isn't it?
1: (laughs) Yeah, I mean, it's 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 smoke and mirrors wrapped around this weird process that now is becoming a bit more mainstream as more and more people are are, are having lead magnets in different niches and stuff like
0: that. Even everyone's got one. My dentist's got one.
1: Yeah, but this idea of having, you know, come along, put your name and email address in to download a thing. Do you remember when, when, when somebody wanted to give you something for free, they would just put it on the internet, you could click a button and download it. When, when people really just wanted to give you stuff for free, it was just on the internet and you could read it or download it. You could it right click and whatever. go
0: and get Adobe Acrobat Reader. That, yeah, that's all you had to do.
1: <laughs> and so now there's this weird setup where you have to land on a page and put your name and email address in, then they're going to send it to you. Right, you can't even just down. I sort of half gather that you know it would be rational to say somebody wants to know who's downloading their thing, but then then they have to send it to you. Um, but of course, this all works because of marketing economics that we need to pay attention to. So that's fine. Um, so let's face it, the lead magnet thing is a bit weird. People opt in for a lead magnet, and then you insist on emailing it to their inbox. And if you're not doing that, by the way, um, you definitely should be. If anyone listens, not doing that, um, never give them the lead magnet on the thank you page unless the lead magnet is your sales video, which maybe something we'll talk about in a different episode at some
0: point. Totally. But one of the then, things, I just, just before you go on, actually, I want to just tell you something that I don't think we've ever discussed, but I sort of don't think of a lead magnet as free. I always, when we're put, I mean, we rarely put a new lead magnet together because it's just not something you, you keep doing, is it? But I always try and think of them as a thing they're purchasing and, the, and the, the currency is their email address. So if you sort of think of it like that, like it is a purchase. So I remember... A couple of years ago, somebody took that lesson from Robert Ciaidini's Influence, the Psychology of Persuasion book, which is about, one of the one of the lessons in there is about reciprocity. You know, if I give you something for free, you'll you'll feel indebted to give me something back. And somebody was writing, somebody had totally bastardized this idea and misinterpreted it and mis, misused it by saying, well, lead maggots evoke, evoke reciprocity. And I'm like, well, they're flipping, don't, because they're purchasing it by doing something first, which is giving you their email address. So... You've got you do. Have, I like to think of it as as a thing that they purchase with their email address. I
1: think that reciprocity thing was probably a sound first hypothesis as to how the lead magnet thing might work. And then in reality, it didn't play out that way. People didn't give you their name and email address for a thing, and then it immediately feel indebted to you. Um, So I think that's the first thing is don't just put the lead magnet on the thank you page and give it to them immediately. The reason is that you lose a load of opportunity, first of all, to get them to buy stuff, consume things, take the next step in your funnel, whatever that is, whether it's buy something, fill in a survey, join a Facebook group, download your podcast, anything, anything else is better than just giving them the lead magnet there. Because they're already Um, in motion at that
0: point, remember? So we may as well be doing something.
1: Yeah, exactly. So that's the first thing. Um, but the other reason for sending it to their inbox is that if you don't, then from day one, from minute one, they have no reason to like go and look in their emails and look at in, look in their inbox and find your emails and engage with your stuff and ever. And the, the the percentage of people who will then go on to open more emails is through the floor. I've never really thought However, about this
0: actually, actually either. I'm just this is bringing up a load of a load of, this is bringing up a lot of things for me. Just, <laughs> it's really bringing up a lot. Um, and I've never really thought about the idea of until you say, hey, I've sent you an email right now, they don't know what your emails look like when they land in your inbox. Right. So, for example, obviously ours all land as Kennedy slash Email Marketing Heroes or Rob slash Email Marketing Heroes, but yours might come from just your name. They might not even remember what your name is. or Definitely not your last name your surname if, if it's in your email thing. So, by teaching them to do that you end up with i guess them being more familiar with what your name even looks like when it lands yep. in your inbox i never really thought about it that way before but i think it's, i think it's probably a contributing factor obviously got no bloody proof of that but it's got to be a contributing factor yeah i mean i
1: and loads of people used i don't know if you ever did this used to have a thank you page where there was nothing to sell them but the next step was go and check your inbox and i would even put a screenshot of what that would look yep. like yeah in there. inbox you could inbox. Do that. Like
0: you could you could do that like if you've got like an upsell video i guess you on that next page you could say hey the cuz one th- the first thing you need to do is actually on that next page is to bridge the gap between your lead magnet and everything else that's going to happen you are going to do it in the emails and you're going to do it on that next page so i think a terrible thing to do what i hate seeing is I opt in for your free thing about you know here's this weight loss plan great on the next page i don't even see anything to do with this lead, this weight loss plan i'm now being told about this this different Program I need to have. There's been no bridge. You really need a bridge from the lead magnet that I've opted in for, the thing I'm familiar with, the thing I wanted, into what you want to say. And it's just really simple, right? All all I do, all we do on those on those videos on that next page, and in the emails that they're going to receive straight away, is go, hey, awesome! You've now downloaded. You've now got access to the free thing, the five day weight loss plan of lovely recipes. Great! In your inbox, you're gonna in a few minutes' time you're going to receive that 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 email with this thing. And here's what it looks like. You could put a screenshot right on that in that sales video that says, this is what it's going to look like, but it's going to take about 10 minutes for it to come over in the meantime. And now here's why what you've got good and now how to make it better, how to make it faster, how to make it easier to stick to or whatever the objections are going to be. So, and then you're going to go into the next piece of the puzzle. And sometimes that next piece of the puzzle can be a sale honestly like it can go straight into the sale we added uh, the next thing i mean we're not going to talk particularly about welcome sequences and stuff today but like we added a um an offer into our welcome our first welcome email that says hey if you want to jump straight into the membership of the league click and do that here and people buy from that week in week out so you can't go straight into here's an offer but i think the other thing you want to do is is set up the rest of the sort of relationship of what they're going to expect next because when someone's just downloaded your lead magnet they're not actually asking for a relationship they're just sort of like they've just swiped on tinder they've gone oh they just sort of matched with you and gone oh that 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 picture that thing that piece there is is interesting they haven't said yes let's get into a relationship and so we're now need to sort of bridge that
1: yeah, totally. And th- so let's talk about how we actually deliver the lead magnet then. So what we know is we're going to have them opt into it. We're going to have them receive an email about it. And most people and us for a very long time would just send them an email and then move the hell on to the next thing. Until one day, I remember we looked at the stats in our separate businesses a million years ago and both realized that actually the number of people who would go and op- find the email, open it, click on the link to look at the lead magnet was like <laughs> yeah. through the floor. It was tiny, tiny, tiny. Shocking. Yeah. But actually we realized over time, and this led to a, as often does with us, one idea led to a knock on effect of another idea and then oh well, then that can happen and then what about this and then it's turned into this whole mammoth thing. So let's talk a little bit about how we're gonna get more people to actually look at the lead magnets because that's important for long-term nurture engagement and stuff like that. So the first thing is that means we need we realized we needed a follow-up sequence of emails about the lead magnet because one email wasn't cutting it. So the the quickest way to fix that is to put more emails in. That's just always the case with pretty much everything. So um, that was the first thing we did, if you remember, is to go back and say, "Okay, great, let's create two emails." Okay, maybe three emails. Maybe that will push it up. Maybe four emails. And it's ended up, I think, in our Curious Cat campaign. I think it might be nine emails. It's at least it's nine at least six or seven.
0: And we're, and we're doing just we're doing nine emails just to give them the free thing they flip and asked for. Yeah. Now let's let's think about this for a minute. If you're browsing the internet and you
1: get interrupted by a Facebook ad say or an Instagram ad which basically means you
0: weren't looking for that solution at that time it's interruption marketing you used to call it right you're looking for the the wedding photos of your best friend who got married in Marbella and and you're looking through that and suddenly this ad interrupts you and goes oh actually I do need to fix I mean I do need to know how to build a shed Uh, so I'm gonna I'm gonna sort of look at the, the these initial plans like you've been interrupted you weren't there was no intent there unlike Google ads or something like that and then somebody
1: opts in And then they see a page saying, thanks so much, here's something to buy, or do you want to go and uh, fill in this survey or join our Facebook group? And maybe they do that, maybe they don't. But the first thing you just tell them, it's now in their inbox. Well, that's effort. And I know that when I get to my inbox, there's going to be a amount of other things that have come in over the course of the day that I'm going to have to sift through. And it's just and they more, might more attractive. More, they and more,
0: might be more timely. They might be like, oh shit, that's that bill I've been meaning to pay. Or "Or that person really needs to reply now because it's a piece of work. Like the, We're talking about prioritization always in marketing, yeah, aren't we?
1: One of two things is going to happen. Either they're not going to go to their inbox at all, which is what I generally do. I go, I'll carry on and I'll find it later. Yeah. Um, or, and later's never, because by the time they do get there, it is buried. Or mm. uh, they do what you just said, which is they get to the inbox and they go, oh, I've got to, I must pay that. And they carry on and they do something else that's more, more, more priority, higher priority. Mm. So having these emails in place where we've got, again, I think it might be nine. I'll have to check. Um, But basically whilst people are browsing their day-to-day life, there's, more opportunities at different times of day over the course of a few days for you to turn up and go, hello, do you remember this? Do you want just just still want to check this out? Do you want to have a look? Do you want to have a look at this? So let's take a look at an, a really good example of what we do as, with this. Obviously, we've talked about nine emails already. Um, yeah. Oh, there's a really cool thing. We then that that led to a knock-on effect of, okay, well, where are we going to deliver the lead magnet if they're going to click on a link in an email? We don't want to attach the we don't want to attach the PDF to the email. You can do that, but it's problematic for deliverability. So what we're going to do instead.
0: Yeah. And I really like this. I really like this idea of taking your thing, which is an important issue that person wants to solve or an important outcome they want to get. It's highly consumable so they can get, they can look at it quickly so that it's not going to get in the way of them buying the next thing. That's important. But how do we increase the perceived value of this thing rather than going, well, here's the, it used to be like, like you said, like a blank page with like a link that said, click, right, click to download here and it would open your browser. It would just be like, they got excited and then immediately let down by the delivery of the lead magnet, which I think is like never a good thing. We want to we want to wow people. So they go, every time I do something with you, it's even better. Like I feel better than I did before. Even if they never even opened the damn lead magnet. And that's one of the important things, by the way. Those nine emails, we decided we're going to, have it so that that we we show them how good that lead magnet content is and how and people praising it getting results and whatever even if they never download it and that's a really important thing they go oh that was re that's a really good lead magnet people can say that even if they've never damn well opened it never even never even downloaded it anyway so the next thing we want to do is increase that perceived value even further by delivering lead magnet inside of our members area. So I think like a lot of people, we deliver all of our courses and our entire league membership through a members area. So everyone logs into the same one place and different things are unlocked depending on what you've purchased and what you've, what you've gotten that. And so we thought, well, why don't we add our lead magnets in there? So now you don't just get like this shitty blue right, click the link and save as PDF thing. Like you used to back in the, back in the nineties and early two thousands, what you get is I get not login. I've got a, I've got a username. I've got a password. I've got a special place to be, and what that means is the perceived value of that lead magnet has just gone right up. It's in a safe, secure, private environment. Like you'll pay more. I remember once when I was doing gigs years ago, um, I, I once was um, invited to meet the chief executive of the company I was doing a gig for. And he was a member of this private club in London, which was like behind this like big brown mysterious door with no sign above it. And I just had to go in there and like it was this amazing private members place. And the drinks were the same drinks you get everywhere else. They were probably a bit more expensive, but my perceived value of that drink was way higher because I was in this private members club right? The perceived value of everybody in that room. I'm looking around the room going, I wonder who the fuck these, all these people are. Like, who are all these people? They must be special because they're in this thing. Of course, what they really are is just people who are paying for a membership to a private room, essentially, right? But that's a really important thing. Like, this is special because it's in a private place. And then what, and this was the real driver behind this, which is really interesting. It's a thing that I know as League members, you, you all are implementing now. It's, we call it the curious cat because, and the reason we call it that is because inside that members area, yes, there is their lead magnet, and we show them exactly where to where to go download that thing, and we'll show you how to go and um, actually check this out and see how we're doing it, so you can go and just experience it and and go and use this yourself because I think you'll really get a lot out of it, and it works for us. Is what happens is people then start looking at all the other stuff they don't have access to. So basically, in that members area there are all of the other products we have available for sale, but they're grayed out with a padlock on them saying they're locked. But they've got like a little mini description below them, which is purposely written to tease people about an outcome and make it exciting so that they'll want it. And then when they click on that, when it's still locked, it goes to the sales page or to the, the purchase page, the checkout page, to go and buy that thing. Week in, week out, we make sales from that. And bear in mind... Those are sales from of products that we haven't even promoted to that person yet. They don't feel sold to simply because of the old we didn't even try and sell it to you trick you know like we didn't even we didn't even promote anything to them they decided themselves so now what's the perception i got look at that whole journey of that perception that's so different to what most people were doing and this is what we just love doing is like how do we make it better for that person how do we make it better for the person they saw a lead magnet on the online they thought yeah i want that on the next page, you told them that it's in a members area. And they go, flipping heck, that's special. They get an email that they go and seek out because they need to get the username and password. They're like, what else is in that members area? Because surely they haven't just put that lead back in the members area. Like, There's a big perceived value, right? And a lot, a lot of mystery. They log in and it looks great. And the perceived value was even higher because it's great. And now... They see some other stuff that's going to help them with related problems because that's what your lead magnet should be enticing the right people in to to present those related problems to those products would solve related problems to rather, and now they start clicking around and buying stuff and their perception of you is they're not they're the least salesy people ever they didn't even try and sell me anything I decided to solve that problem for me. And it's just, yeah. it's just amazing. Like, it, it, really, it really is amazing. If you're not doing this, honestly, put a little bit of time aside. It'll take you just a few days, and it really, really works. In fact, if people want to see ours, I guess, Rob, they could go and just see
1: how it works. Yeah, now you might think, well, nine emails to do all of this is a lot. Uh, but the way that we see it is a couple of things. First of all, if somebody buys something, or they, or they click on a link to go and look at the lead magnet. We do stop this sequence. So we do take them out of these emails. So in other words, it's only nine emails if they're not doing something else that makes us think this person's really engaged and interested. And the truth is, um, if they haven't seen and looked at and clicked on, all they've got to do is click on a link. If they haven't seen and looked and clicked on a link in one of those emails, chances are they haven't seen them. Which means if you send five and people don't see those emails, then it's not too many emails. So for us, uh, somebody probably gets a maximum, they're either not that interested, in which case they're never going to engage, they're going to get disengaged, and then they're going to get kicked off the list because of all of our list hygiene that we've talked about in other episodes and will again, I'm sure, Um, or they will click on a link to go and look at the thing, in which case we consider to them to be engaged. And they probably will see a maximum of two, maybe three emails about the thing, mm. because they're likely to click on one of those two or three emails. So it it, it it sounds like a lot of emails until you pick yourself up and put yourself in the shoes of the subscriber and realize what that actually what that actually means and what that actually looks like.
0: Totally. if you wanna go have a see how we've done ours, just go to emailmarketingheroes.com slash resources, emailmarketingheroes.com slash resources. And uh, you'll be able to choose one of the resources that you want to download, opt in for it, and you'll see that whole process happen. You'll be able to see what that members area looks like if you're not already inside of it, because I think it's definitely worth you looking at. Um, So the, the next sort of piece of this puzzle that people ask about is usually about, okay, I've got this lead magnet sequence. We're saying we do nine emails. That's great. And it works really well for us for all the reasons you've just said, Rob. But then we're supposed to have a welcome sequence. We call it right. a getting to know you sequence because it's from the, the musical The King and I, that song, Getting to Know You. And it's about getting to know them, us getting to know you, you getting to know us, that sort of thing. How Do you want to just talk about how we put together the, the, how do we coordinate the welcome sequence with this lead magnet delivery sequence? Does one come after the other? How do, you know it, it can sound overwhelming. Obviously, obviously, we've obviously just simplified it. Uh, But the first thing to highlight is
1: that they are different things. Your lead magnet delivery sequence and your welcome sequence are not the same thing. They are separate things and they Mm -hmm. run together. Now, the reason I say that is that, of course, loads of people, one of the first things we untangle for people sometimes when they come in and start working through our stuff is the fact that they're a bit overwhelmed by the fact they've got four lead magnets and each lead magnet has its own welcome sequence. And then if somebody opts in for more than one lead magnet, they end up going through four welcome sequences. And so what we've done is we've simplified it right down. We have a delivery sequence for each lead magnet, but that doesn't get mad if people opt in for more than one because effectively they they converge very quickly. So somebody will opt in for a lead magnet. They're going into our delivery sequence of the lead magnet. If they go and opt in for another lead magnet, they'll get a quick welcome email to reference the fact that they've got it. They'll get one email going, great, here's the thing. And then for the rest of the sequence, it just
0: merges in with the, the, the remaining eight emails or whatever it is. So then just, to, just to clarify that how thing. that works, in sort, because I'm, I'm a more visual person, just in case anybody hasn't got this. Basically, imagine that email one of the nine emails is unique to each lead magnet. So yep. like, which, it basically says, here's your flash sale download. And the second one for the second e-magnet is, here's our recommended book list. Like, email one is unique for each one. And then all of them have the same following emails two to nine. So they all converge to say, hey, make sure you go and get that thing. Go and log in. Here's your information. So that's that's how that's working. Hopefully that makes it a little clearer. It's, I wish we could draw draw your picture right now, but I think you get the idea.
1: Yeah. And then we have our separate welcome sequence, which ours is the getting to know you sequence, which is four emails. And they're getting both emails at the same time. And that does mean getting two emails a day, but only for a period of a few days. Do you want to just clarify
0: what you mean by at the same time? Because it's not literally at the
1: same moment, right? No. So in parallel. So somebody will opt in for your lead magnet now. They'll get the first delivery email within a few minutes, as fast as your email platform can deliver it to them. And then uh, about 10 minutes later, they get the first email of the welcome sequence. And then basically those emails now run parallel over the next few days, but they're separated by two things. First of all, by time of day. So... The uh, the getting to know you sequence is largely regimented, as in it comes at the same time every day for four days. The curious cat, the times are a bit more staggered, and they're kicked out by ten minutes just by the very the fact that the very first email has a ten minute delay. Of the the, the getting to know you sequence has a ten minute delay before it goes out. So that means that they're getting more than one email a day. They're getting two emails a day, but the getting to know you sequence is only four days long. So that that bit can only last for four days. Um. And we actually compress the nine emails of the curious cat into five days. So it's all over quite fast uh, within a few days. And again, as soon as they click to go and look at the lead magnet, or as soon as they become a customer, we take them out of the curious cat. So that means they're now only getting the getting to know you sequence for the remainder of that period. The other thing we do is the getting to know you sequence is very clearly a series of emails because we put uh, email one of four, email two of four, email three of four, email four of four in the subject line for the getting to know you sequence emails so that people are clearly in a sequence of what is very clearly a welcome sequence as opposed to the curious cat which looks like sporadic emails going hey have you seen this yet, hey did you know about this, hey what about this, hey here's a cool thing you can do with this, continually nudging them in the direction of going looking and reminding them that all we're doing is giving them a thing they asked for in the first place.
0: And the reason that that one of four thing in the subject line works is because they can see they're getting two emails a day from you at that point, but they can see that that particular email, that series of emails about welcoming them, is going to stop after four. This is not going to be a thing you're going to be doing forever. Because if somebody joins your email list, and because it's – Nine emails over less than nine days for the lead magnet delivery, and it's four, and it's one extra email a day over four days for a welcome. That means some days they might get three emails, but they can if they think, "Oh my God, are they going to email me three times a day every day?" That's probably too much for many people. So the fact that it's got one of four in the emails for the welcome sequence, the getting to know you sequence, it tells them. That this is only happening for a limited time. It's only for the first four days. And and in four days, in the fifth day, that's not going to be happening anymore. So again, it stops that overwhelm. It stops that, oh my God, I can't deal with this onslaught of emails going on. Uh, yeah, so that's, that's really, really important. Now, the real job of the welcome sequence is really to make sure so now that they're in your welcome sequence, right, you've got to make sure that you do a whole bunch of things. You want to, and we've done a whole we've done whole episodes about welcome sequences and, and what should be in them. But basically, you wanna make sure that you're setting up the relationship of what's gonna be happening going forward when they hear from you by email. So one of the things we say to them is, hey, in our very first email, we have a, a thing called the buffet cart email, which is the very first email of the getting to know you sequence. And it's basically a list of the things that they can expect. I'm going to show you show up, with, show up to you in your inbox every day with a tip, a, sh- a short story, some help, some inspiration and advice about your email marketing. There's no cost for that. I'm going to just show up and do that. That's cool. Secondly, if you want to get more involved, we've got this free Facebook community called the Email Marketing Show Community. Come and hang out in there and meet us there and ask your questions and get involved. Thirdly, and I mentioned this earlier, thirdly, we if you want to jump straight at the front and get really involved, we've got a membership. It's called the league. You should go over here and go to the and, and go check it out. So, and we're telling them what's going to be happening and why that's of benefit and why they're going to love it. We're setting up the relationship. We're also getting them to engage. Hey, quick question for you. Um, how many people are on your email list or some question that they can easily just reply to or click a link to vote on right within the email. All right. So, The whole point of this is that the next campaign in what we call a score email engine, the next campaign is going to be a sales campaign where we're going to be saying, hey, we've got this really cool thing. We think you should buy it. So before we get into that, we want to do four days of pure value, of pure showing up and engaging people before we get into that. Otherwise, if someone just joins your list and you start selling to them straight away, for some people, that's going to be too aggressive. So We've got four days of showing them how to go download their free lead magnet, which is value, and four days of this welcome sequence where we're learning about them, they're learning about us, we're showing up with value, telling stories before we actually head into some direct sales campaigns. And they understand now why you're really good at what you do, why they should trust you, why what you do and what you help people with is unique and special, and it is interesting, and it's really important to them to put up to the top of that priority list. So that's what we're going to do through through that welcome sequence. So hopefully you can see how those two sequences run in parallel. Usually they're going to be receiving your welcome sequence and your lead magnet delivery sequence a good bunch of hours apart, sort of opposite ends of the day, maybe like with a 12-hour difference, something like that, Um, anywhere between sort of 4 and 12, you know, 8, whatever, um, hours difference. So they can see that throughout the day they're getting different things from you, all right? And yeah. a really important thing that we did add, and I just want to just put a little button on this because we, we didn't do it for ages and, and, and we should have done it. And it made a difference. Is email one has that list of different things they can do to connect with you. And one of those things is to buy from you. And like I said, week in, week out, somebody joins the league, our core offer through that email just by having it in there. And it's not an aggressive sales pitch for it. It just mentions what it is. So if you haven't got yours written yet, please, 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 go and write your welcome sequence and your lead magnet delivery sequence today. Honestly, you're going to see higher engagement from all of your emails that you send going forward by setting up that relationship like that first so they like receiving your emails and they see the value in them, right? And they go and seek them out every day. If we if we don't send an email on a day, People go like, where the hell's my email? Because we've set up that relationship, all right? And of course, for all of you who are members of the league, go use the template for the getting to know you sequence and for the curious cat campaign. Both of those things that we've talked about today are already in the league for you to literally just go and grab and drop and into your automation. So every new subscriber is being set up with that perfect relationship with you every single time. And if you're not already a member of the league, you can go to theleaguemembership.com to check out uh, all the details and go and get stuck into these resources. That was a pretty interesting conversation. Well, I enjoyed that.
1: Very cool. We've got a different take on this stuff that I think will really benefit people.
0: Yeah, and hopefully seeing sort of behind the scenes and how we're doing it uh, will help you out. Let's get into this week's subject line of the, of the week. week. Subject line of the, of the week. week. What have you got? This one is the
1: McMissing Out Burger. Uh, <laughs> with McMissing <laughs> Out is in quotes. Uh, this is one of the few that I that we do that sort of sort of like a sort of catchy catchphrase sounding sort of subject line. There's, like normally the subject lines are very plain. If you like, they're effective, but they're very plain. They're just things like you know, uh, my, my light bulb story or you know like random things that don't really sound like they're marketing-ish whereas this sounds quite marketing-y the McMissing Out Burger just a story about missing out on a McDonald's and being annoyed about it um but sort of wrapped up in a um in something that's more interesting than the where's my burger or something like that.
0: Sure and I think what makes it curious is the fact that obviously this is we we email every day talking about email marketing so what's the muk missing out burger got to do with anything whereas if you if you do burger recipes or if you do a home delivery service on burgers the muck missing out burger still is interesting but it's interesting for a different reason the fact that we don't sell burgers although if we did oh i don't know if we make any money i just eat them all anyway (laughs) uh, especially that's this week's subject Subject line line of of the the week week. subject line of of the the week week. well that's it
1: Thanks for listening to the whole show this week. This has been awesome. Make sure you hit the subscribe button on your podcast player so that you can get a little notification every single email marketing Wednesday when a new episode lands.
0: We'll see you next week.